0: Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life My name is Greg Clunas. And in this episode, we are talking about the number one trait that people find attractive in others. And this is something that uh, it shouldn't be used as any kind of like, oh, well, if I want to be attractive, I need this trait like it, it shouldn't be like, oh, here's this hack that you can do in your life. It's more so about understanding what people find attractive. And why so that you can look at your own life and start to recognize, well, can I build more of this into my life, not just for others, but for yourself as well. So we're going to be tackling that in today's episode. Uh, and I've got a bunch of articles in the resources for this episode. So definitely check out the links in the description of this episode when you have a moment. Definitely not while you're driving or anything like that. But when you pull over, when you're, you're parked, maybe take a look at those articles and uh, uh, give them a read because they should help add some additional context to this episode. Now, before we jump into the episode, I just want to remind you that there is another podcast I highly recommend you check out if you have not already. It's called Men Amongst Men and the hosts of the show, uh, Brian and Dominic, they try to tackle topics that men often struggle with but do not typically talk about or share with others things like their sex life, their career, insecurity, all of the like emotional goopy side of men that uh, for whatever reason society has told us we can't explore. That's no longer the case. Thanks to the Men Amongst Men podcast. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right after you listen to this episode, just head over there, do a quick search for Men Amongst Men and check out The latest episode. What is the number one most attractive trait in a person? Well, when I was looking uh, for resources on this topic, I kept finding a few different things pop up uh, that were just sort of regularly occurring on all of the different lists and research articles that I was looking through. Uh, Number one was uh, being funny, sort of having a sense of humor, right? Not really so much that you're a comedian. Like it's not necessarily an organized like process that you have, uh, but being funny, being being somebody that uh, you can joke around with, you can have a laugh with. And uh, second one, one that kept popping up was ambition. Sort of this feeling that you're working towards something, that you have big goals, that you have big dreams, that you're looking uh, forward to something. And people like this because they feel like there is a future, right? So you are thinking about the future. You are thinking about what's to come rather than just sort of taking everything as they come along. So sense of humor, ambition. And a third one that uh, showed up over and over again was a general sort of sense of security. So the idea of being trusted, somebody that they can look to, somebody they can rely on. Uh, And this, by the way, goes both sides, right? So regardless of your relationship and what form it takes, both members of that relationship are looking for these things. And so you've got these three general categories that kept coming up. So a sense of humor, uh, ambition and a sense of security. And I started asking myself, what do these things have in common? Like, what is the core of all of this that sort of leads to these things happening? Because in my view, I just kept thinking like a sense of humor, like all of that's good, but those are, the result of something, right? Those are what happens when something, some foundation, some groundwork is in place and therefore you're able to have a sense of humor or um, be a trusting person or uh, have that ambition in your life. And so I kept really questioning this and the thing that popped up for me, the number one trait that people find most attractive and this will not be anything new, but it is a good reminder. Is confidence. It is a sense of sureness in yourself and who you are. And this translates, and, and I say this is the foundation because this translates to literally everything. You cannot have a sense of humor. You can't be a person that uh, people feel comfortable joking around with and, and playing with if you are not confident in yourself. Think about it. If you are constantly feeling like you're not good enough or like there's something missing in you or you need to be better in X, Y, Z, every single thing that somebody might do jokingly, every uh, slight dig that uh, a partner might do playfully, just as, as a little bit of a joke is going to sting. It's going to hurt. It's going to feel much heavier than they may have actually meant it. And Unless you have that sense of self, that self, sense of sureness, anything that somebody tries to do is going to be taken with a lot more seriousness than maybe they wanted it to. And, and therefore, that sense of humor, it's not going to be there. You're going gonna to take yourself too seriously in every situation. You're going to demand too much, uh, too much respect, too much ego, too much X, Y, Z from the other party. And that sense of humor, that funniness, that playfulness is not going to be there. Secondly... You cannot be ambitious if you are not confident. Why would you believe, truly believe that you are capable of doing something big, of changing the world, of improving your life, of improving other people's lives, of creating an amazing family, of whatever your goal is, right? Why would you truly believe that if you did not have a sense of uh, just sureness in yourself, of self-confidence, You wouldn't believe that. You would not believe that you were capable of all of these things if you were not confident in yourself, if you weren't sure of who you were in the world and what that meant. You just would not be able to have that trait. And then finally, that sense of security, that sense of trust. How can somebody feel like they trust you if you do not trust yourself? How can somebody feel like they can rely on you if you cannot rely on yourself? They're not. They can't possibly because there's always going to be that sense of doubt in your own mind, which is going to then project onto them a sense of doubt in you. And that cycle is going to continue. So my argument is that if you want to be an attractive person to others, it's not about your looks. It's not about a sense of humor by itself. It's not about ambition. It's not about any of the, the, the results, right? The foundational piece that needs to be there is self-confidence. And when we get back, we are going to talk about how you can develop self-confidence. Again, for you longtime listeners, this isn't going to be new, but for those of you just tuning in, definitely stay around because we're going to break down how you can build self-confidence for yourself and start to become more attractive to others. Good habits and bad habits. We all have them, but did you know that almost half of the things we do every day, we do without thinking, eating and exercising, of course, but also complex things like how we behave in a meeting, what we buy, or how we talk to our families. We do them automatically just by habit. This is something I've talked about on this show so many times. It's all about what's going on in the unconscious, right? We're just sort of unconsciously acting. We do the same things or we act on impulse and we don't even know why we did it. We're not even necessarily aware that we did it. Yet for some reason, whenever we want to change something about ourselves, we rely on willpower. And then when that doesn't work, we think we just don't have enough or we think we're not good enough. But the truth is that we're going about it all wrong. It's not about resilience. It's about understanding how our mind actually works. Unlock the secrets of the habitual mind. Read the book, Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. In the book, author Wendy Wood draws on three decades of original research to explain the fascinating science behind how we form habits, how our brains are wired to respond to rewards, take cues from our surroundings, and how we can take advantage of this knowledge to make real change happen. Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. Read the book and start changing your life for the better today. All right, so how do you build self-confidence? Well, it's actually very simple. My theory on self-confidence, my understanding of how self-confidence works, at least in my life and many of the lives that I've, of, of people I've spoken to, my understanding of self-confidence is this. Self-confidence is built by giving yourself evidence that you can be confident. Here's what I mean. When you say you're going to do something, do it. It seems small. It seems like this tiny thing like, oh yeah, I could just push it till tomorrow, right? But that feeling of being able to rely on yourself, that's where that comes from. It comes from sticking to your word. It comes from saying you're going to do something and making sure it happens no matter what. Making sure that you sacrifice other things in order to make sure that one thing that you promised somebody gets done or that one thing you promised yourself gets done. If you say you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym. You don't actually have to work out, but go to the gym. That is going to help you over time build up your confidence in yourself, stick to your words, stick to the things you say you are going to do, and you will develop self confidence The second thing you've you've got to you have to understand who you are you cannot be confident in who you are if you don't even know who you are and unfortunately, it seems like a like Easy thing, right? But unfortunately, most of us do not know who we are. Most of us spend our entire lives not truly understanding what we like, what we dislike, what we want to be doing, how we should do it, what it is that matters to us, what doesn't matter to us. We spend our lives in reaction mode because life is complicated, because there are other people who rely on us, because the news is telling us that this bad thing happened somewhere. Like There's so many things that take our attention away from us and our needs and put us into a state of reaction that that is how we end up living our lives. Day to day, month over month, year after year, we end up living our lives in a reactionary state. And because we do that, we end up never knowing ourselves never learning who we are and what we want and why we are here and when i say why we are here let me make something perfectly clear i don't believe that there is any like grand reason for your or my existence i I just don't believe it here's what i do believe though i believe that we make our own meaning i believe that we own our own destinies i believe that If we want our lives to matter, we need to make it matter. It cannot be, oh, well, we're destined for this. That that doesn't exist. There is no such thing as being destined. And I know I'm pissing some people off right now. I am really annoying a lot of the people listening to this. But I just don't believe it. I do not believe that we are destined for anything. We're not destined for greatness and we're not destined to suck. We exist here and there are a certain set of circumstances that we found ourselves in and it is up to us to do what we can with the situation we find ourselves in. And some of us are starting much further ahead than others. Some of us have privilege, others don't. But ultimately it does not matter. It is up to us to decide what we do in our lives. And the way we do that, the way we learn who we are is by embracing time with ourselves. This is why meditation works. This is why journaling works. This is why all of the things that self-help people for eons have said we should do, this is why it works, because it's about spending time with yourself and asking yourself the questions that allow you to find the answers around who you are. So to recap, if you want to be more attractive, If you want others to find you more attractive, if you want to find yourself more attractive, you need to be confident. You need to build that confidence muscle. And it's hard, especially if you're coming from a place of not feeling that and never having felt that. I get it. I get it. I still struggle with it to this day. I really do. But guess what? Ultimately, you have to do it. And the way you do that. Is to give yourself evidence that you can be confident about do the things you say you're going to do make sure that you stick to your word that way you can start to rely on yourself you can start to trust yourself you can feel like you are capable you're in control of you like ultimately that's what it comes down to you are in control of you and your actions that's what doing what you say will teach you and then the second thing You've got to learn who you are. You need to take the time, embrace the quiet, meditate, journal, do art, do whatever you need to do, but learn who you are and embrace that person. If you can do those two things, you will find yourself feeling more confident on a day to day basis and being more attractive to yourself and the people around you. So I hope this has been helpful. I want to remind you, if you have not taken a listen yet, head over. Now that this episode is done, do a quick search for Men Amongst Men. It's a podcast for men helping them talk about the issues that we all face, but we've sort of been taught not to deal with things like sex, career, uh, personal development, personal finance, our own sort of internal issues in mental health. Do a quick search for Men Amongst Men. If you are a woman listening to this and you know someone who needs that kind of message, direct them to Men Amongst Men. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really appreciate you. Be sure to click subscribe before you go to make sure you never miss a new episode. I've been Greg Clunas. Thanks again for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every every day.